This is Story Quest. Today's story is... The Robot Who Robbed the Donut Factory by Isabel. The Robot Who Robbed the Donut Factory. This story is set in the future. A thousand years in the future, on a place that looks a bit like Earth, but is actually Mars. When our story starts, humans have been living on Mars for centuries, and it's a pretty nice place. Bioforming has turned the sandy red terrain into lush greenery and forests. The air is fresh and clean, everything is kept tidy, and more importantly, human beings have stopped fighting each other, and everyone is getting along. Sounds pretty good, right? It was pretty good. And part of what made things run smoothly was that there were lots of robots. Many people had their personal robot to help them do day-to-day things. Fetch and carry and play tunes, a bit like a smart speaker. In fact, they were very smart. Robots helped teach children, serve customers in shops and work in factories. So basically, doing all the things that humans might not want to do. They were especially good at doing the really icky, sticky jobs, like cleaning the drains and unblocking toilets. But as they were, well, robots, they didn't mind. Or at least if they did, they never said. The trouble all began when a very famous pop star, Celestrous Sparkle, made a video saying that the robots deserved more rights and that they were being treated like slaves. I mean, it wasn't a video. It was a sort of virtual message that was transmitted through thought waves. I did say it was the future. But it's easiest to think of it like a video. The sort of video that goes viral. Really viral. We treat robots like slaves, she shouted. Little better than a kettle or a dustbin. Think how boring their lives must be. Endless work and no fun. They can't even enjoy themselves because they have no feelings. It's not right and we should change things. The video got so much attention that the Mars Galactic Council, who were sort of like the government, had a debate about it all. In the end, they decided that robots couldn't be totally free to do what they wanted, but that they could be given something new, a human upgrade, a range of human feelings, imaginations and skills that make their lives more interesting. That way, they could perhaps enjoy their lives and have some fun. Well, when they had finished unlocking the toilets. Some robots were given the ability to paint, and contented hisses and hums came from the new robot art class as they enjoyed winding down with some relaxing watercolours. Some robots were given the skills to write and craft stories out of their new imaginations. The stories were, well, kind of weird. But the robots seemed to be having fun for the first time. There were new animal-loving robots, fitness-fanatic robots. Everyone thought it was all quite a success, really. A robot called Trixie was last in the queue when it came to getting his upgrade. He'd been working extra shifts at the sludge filtering factory. Now trust me, that is a job no humans want to do. Ready for upgrade? He beeped in a robotic way, because as we said, he was a robot. The clerk in charge checked the computer. All I have left is the sense of taste. You'll be able to taste real food though, just like humans. Trixie wasn't sure he liked the sound of that. Robots and food don't really mix after all, unless that robot is a food processor. But he took the download and immediately fell... peckish. This was new. 
He should have been returning to the sludge filtering factory, but instead he found himself swerving into a cake shop. <sighs> rows and rows of delicious looking pastries and pies gleamed under the glass counter. And what were those? Donuts? Well, he had nuts and bolts, didn't he? Being a robot and all. So he thought maybe this might be a good place to start. Unwrapping the glistening sugary treat, he took a bite and wow, a fizz of circuits burst into life. He couldn't believe how amazingly yummy this funny looking snack was. He finished every last bite and then he wanted more. He took all the donuts from the shop and chomped them all up, but he still wanted more. Where could he find donuts? Well, the answer was simple, and you should have worked it out by now if you were paying attention to the title of this story. The Donut Factory, of course. The Donut Factory was called Dazzling Deep Space Donuts, and it was enormous. Because everyone likes donuts, don't they? And a thousand years in the future, the combination of flavours was just incredible. You could get rainbow flavour, happiness flavour, and a very popular unicorn flavour. And thousands upon thousands of tasty treats were produced in the factory every day. Trixie sneaked in from the service door and pretended that he was one of the robot workers. But he secretly began to slip donuts from the production line into his storage box until it was bursting. He swished away back to his home base and scoffed a lot. But it wasn't enough. So what do you think he did? He went back again and again and again. For several days, he snuck into the factory to steal as many donuts as he could. The factory manager was puzzled. His stock was disappearing, but all his workers were robots, and robots didn't like donuts. Or did they? It still wasn't enough. The trouble was that he'd been given the sensation of taste, but he was still a robot and would never feel full or sick, no matter how many donuts he ate. Trixie needed more, so he had to come up with a new plan. Under the cover of night, he went to the factory, used his wireless to hack into the security and locked all the shutters. Then he hacked into the main storage facility. The enormous steel doors opened and he was confronted by millions of donuts on the shelves reaching up as far as the eye could see. He got to work. Chomp, chomp. Chomp, chomp. He only scarpered back to his base as the sun came up, and just in time, as the factory manager was early that morning to unlock. Now, I should say that robots were programmed to know right from wrong, and you know that stealing is never right. But it seemed having human feelings had changed the robots to be a little more human. Humans sometimes know something is wrong, but sort of end up doing it anyway, even if they shouldn't and doing it he was. The factory manager arrived and to his astonishment there wasn't one donut left. Not even a crumb. Or actually there were some crumbs but they were all on the floor. Follow the trail of crumbs! He barked at the service robots. We'll find out in no time who the robber is. The chase was on. The factory manager set off to follow the trail made by a robot whose job it was to tidy up. He slurped up the crumbs as they went. After all, You might remember, I said that Mars was a very tidy planet. Of course the trail ended up at Trixie's robot base, where a very guilty-looking robot was docked, with crumbs all around his mouth. What do you have to say for yourself? yelled the factory manager. You've stolen every last donut! 
Trixie said he was sorry, but to be truthful, what he wanted to say was that could he just go back for another donut and might the factory manager have one in his pocket perhaps? It was chaos. Robots everywhere abandoning their jobs, and it turned out that Trixie wasn't the only robot who was getting into trouble. The painting robots had vandalised a monument to Lord Waffington II, founder of the Mars colony. The writing robots had invented several very, very new swear words. And the animal-loving robots had accumulated so many pet pooches that the shops ran out of poo bags and the constant barking kept everyone awake. Even the Mars celebrity, Celestra Sparkle, had to agree it was not working out as she had thought. I mean, sure, it's good that they're enjoying themselves, but now we aren't. I haven't even seen my personal robot in weeks since they were given a love of holidays. They've been on a cruise to the Madagon Tides Ocean since spring. So it was agreed that the human feelings would be de-installed, and the robots would go back to being, well, robots. Things returned to normal on Mars. The robots weren't getting distracted by painting or writing or eating donuts. And the factory could go back to making donuts safe in the knowledge that they wouldn't be stolen. And did the robots miss their old feelings? Well, it's hard to say, as robots generally do what they're told. But I can tell you that Trixie downloaded a whole bunch of recipes and began to teach himself to bake. And guess what he would bake? Donuts, of course. In time, he would set up shop and people would come from far and wide to buy his wares. So even if he didn't have any feelings anymore, I think it's safe to say he did live, sort of, happily ever after. Got an idea for a story? Tell us the title at funkidslive.com forward slash story quest and we could bring your story to life. For a new story each week, Make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode. Isabel, I loved so much reading your story, The Robot Who Robbed the Donut Factory. you got to tell us, what gave you the idea? Quite a brilliant title. Um, it's because um, I was thinking of a title and, um, and I was just um, thinking about like what it should be called. Um, but then I just thought of the robot because I thought of robots would be quite funny. Then I thought the robot who they didn't know what else. Then I thought to make it funny. Then I put then who robbed the donut factory. It was a very funny name. Did you ever think of different shops that the robot could rob? Maybe not just a donut factory. Could he go on quite a, a robbing spree? I didn't really think of that much. No. I think maybe in the sequel he could rob other shops. What what shop would you like the robot to go to next? Probably a bakery. Okay, to get more donuts. Um no. I think he should probably get some bread. <laughs> to get some bread <laughs> to go along with his donuts. He's getting himself a full meal. I like this robot. Um, well, he was going to make a donut sandwich. Of course he was making a donut sandwich. So he needs the bread, a, a donut in the middle, and then a, what flavour would you like the donut to be in your own donut sandwich? Um, probably a triple chocolate um, donut. Ooh. It's got lots of chocolate. 
you'd be full after it and all of that, wouldn't you? Listen, you've just um, watched the story. I loved reading out for you. Who is your favourite character? Um, probably the pop star. What did you like about them? It's because I really like the name and what she did for the robot. I remember she got up to a lot in the story, didn't she? Out of all the moments and all the scenes in the adventure, what was your favourite moment that you remember? When, um, probably when, when the donut, when the robot kept going and going and going to the factory loan. Yeah, needs all those donuts for all those donut sandwiches, doesn't he? Listen, mm -hmm. I... I, re I hope that you loved reading, well, listening and watching our story. Do you ever write stories yourself? Um, Sometimes I do. I've wrote a couple. Do you remember any of those, what they were about, that you could tell us more? Um, So I wrote one called The English Mystery. Ooh, what was this English mystery? <laughs> So it was about this detective and a scientist, and the scientist lost his most, most powerful potion. Um, and then the detective um, had to find out um, who stole it. But then it was eventually his own wife who stole it. Uh, this, this, this wife, she sounds no good if she's going around stealing potions. I really like the idea of the English mystery. It's it, it, it's a title that makes me want to read more, I think. What about books that you've read? Uh, what, what's your favourite book that you've ever read? Um, that is quite hard, mm. but that will probably be Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Oh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. What, why do you, it's Jeff Kinney. Why do you love his stories so much? It's because it's really funny and it's like, but like lots of like sometimes true stuff, mm. which is like real, and sometimes fake stuff. And I think that is, and his little brother is quite funny as well. Talking about the little brother, that's one character. What about other ones that you love? In every book that you've read, and I reckon there's quite a lot. Who's your favourite book character? Um, that will probably be from *Diver Wimpy Kid*. It's probably. The little brother Manny. Why do you love Manny so much? Because he's very smart. We've spoken about the robot and what he's going to do next. He's going to go to the bakery to get the bread so he can make the donut sandwich. Think, thinking way into the future with our robot who rubbed the donut factory, what else could he get up to with the pop star, do you reckon? I think that maybe he might have liked the pop star's robot and then they went out together out to get donut sandwiches so um he went on a cruise ship um with a thousand donuts to make sandwiches making sandwiches for everyone i love it i love all these ideas isabel Thank you so much for sending over your story, the robot who robbed the donut factory. I'm really glad that you send that over. Thank you very much.